Hello, it's Shelley F. Knight, bringing you Positive Changes, a self-kick podcast. Self-love is not shorthand for selfish love. Self-love is the power to truly love yourself. It is not a luxury, it's a necessity. However, it is a little like a muscle that you need to keep working on it to strengthen it. For me, self-love is the authentic acceptance of self. Not just a simple state of feeling good on the easier days when your hair looks right and you're nailing something. It's um, just an acceptance each and every day, even when you look like a bit of chewed string. It's that seed that helps you to start to grow and expand into all new abundant areas of your life until you truly mature and blossom. No longer will you be a mushroom kept in the dark and covered in shite. You will truly bloom in the way which is right for you. Self-love is not a journey or a destination to perfection, as I do not believe there is anything such as perfection. As I say in my book, you're beautifully flawed. I'm going to dive straight in this week and read a chapter from my book called I Love You, which is about self-love. Mirror, mirror on the wall, who is the fairest of them all? What you think about yourself when you look in the mirror is believed to hugely determine the quality of the life you lead. Life is too short to be constantly at war with yourself. Hundreds and thousands of people have such unhealthy, critical relationships with themselves and then go on to view their life as a subject of great criticism too. Rather than learning to accept and love themselves, they look elsewhere to solve this negativity through anything but self-love. They will distract themselves with food, work, alcohol, technology or the approval of others. I believe that whatever you feel about yourself on the inside is what you manifest and show on the outside. I have met so many people who do not like or love themselves and generally cannot stand their own company or the thought of being on their own. So off they head to find Mr and Mrs Wright to do the job for them. Then, should Mr or Mrs Wright tell them they love them, they don't believe or accept it. So they either cling to their words or their legs and keep seeking constant reassurance. Or they walk away from the relationship as the positivity feels just too much. And repeat, head off to find the right partner, cannot accept being loved, relationship breaks down, and repeat. I believe that from a place of good self-love, our confidence grows and shines, and the self-belief comes. But how can we start to embrace self-love? Well, it'll be no surprise, I've got some suggestions for you. So first, let's explore self-care. Self-care is absolutely key in self-love. 
caring for yourself and your basic needs. Just like in my book, Positive Changes, a self-kick book, I'm not suggesting or expecting massive overnight changes for a more positive life ahead. I just ask you to start creating small achievable changes. For example, daily healthy activities like nourishing food choices could be swapping just one meal a day to a healthier option. Exercise doesn't have to be an annual gym membership. It could just be a five-minute yoga stretch in the morning. Stopping the phone scrolling that we do and roll over in bed instead to get a real proper night's sleep. Taking time to soak in the bath and see that negativity being washed away. These are all just bite-sized changes with no biting actually required, but they are bite-sized changes. And now for the next suggestion for you to get your teeth into. Needs, not wants. This is so connected to my suggestions in the first podcast on happiness, about how we should aim for a stable middle ground of happiness rather than the peaks and troughs through instant gratification. In self-love, when we start to move away from the automatic behaviour patterns and impulsive wants, such as that shopping purchase, when we start to move away from that and focus on the long term, maybe spending the money on therapy or a new course to further your career or your dreams, that's when the maturity comes. Not having the latest t-shirt, that impulsive buy, it's the investment in yourself. Start to look at what you need rather than what you want. You may have had some ideas come up from episode two where you looked at what your passions were. Look at these and see how you can invest in yourself financially or time-wise as you move forward. Next, stop the comparisons. Comparison is a killer to self-love. And it will inevitably kill your self-confidence, self-worth, motivation, perception of self and far more. Don't do it. Stop the damaging self-critical issues. It serves no purpose to be unkind to yourself. It will just stop you from fulfilling your life purpose. You are enough. Do you remember in episode two of The Search for Self, I said about becoming your own superhero in your life story? Do that. This is your life story, so create that most fantastic storyline rather than that depressing, tragic tale of comparison. Be the greatest character that you can be. Another suggestion. Bye-bye social media. (gasps) I know, I hear you gasp. There is a chapter in my book called Bye Bye Social Media, Hello Real World, which is a rather serious chapter in parts, as it talks about the scary truth about the increased use of social media activity and the direct correlation on us becoming more anxious and depressed, making negative health choices, the illicit consumptions and even feeling suicidal. Whilst there are so many advancements to living within the digital age, there are also impacts on how we communicate with ourselves and with others. 
Social media triggers comparisons and benchmarking, which is so damaging to our self-care and certainly our self-love. And all things positive, really. It is okay, particularly for the resilient souls, to dip in and out of the web. But please ensure that you never truly disconnect from the real world, the truth, the authenticity, and never fully disconnect from your inner world, that intuition, that who am I, the intuition that keeps you safe, the heart that makes you feel passionate and draws in those fantastic opportunities. Inside you have that stomach that gets the butterflies when you look at your husband or the brain that comes alive when you have that idea. Don't disconnect from your inner world. Reconnect to your inner world and grow in love, strength and everything beautiful. With a good stable core and a good sense of self, you'll be better prepared to handle the big wide world and the untruths within it. That was quite deep, wasn't it? But it's true. Just stop the comparisons. Don't believe everything you read. Go with your own truth. The next suggestion is about acceptance. It's accepting life for what it is. Life is a mix of good days, bad days. Just accept this. On the bad days, just know this time will pass. You may not love everything about yourself. We looked through of who am I last week. Just accept this. You may not love everything you found about yourself. Accept this. Your love will grow. Sometimes in certain situations you may feel anxious or overwhelmed. Accept this. It's okay to not be okay. A loving relationship can turn into a cold and unhappy ending. Accept this. People come into our lives for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Look for the lesson, accept it. Allow love back in. The final suggestion has the title of You Are Amazing. And you truly are. You are amazing. Yes, you. I'm talking to you. Seriously. You are amazing. You are here. You are showing up. You're learning ways in which to create positive changes. You are amazing. We know there is a direct link between self-esteem and anxiety, so it's imperative to work and accept on how unique and amazing you are. Recognise what you are good at, know what is good for you. The relationship you have with yourself is the most important relationship you will ever have in your entire life. I'm going to say that again, and you can roll your eyes or whatever. But the relationship you have with yourself is the most important relationship you will ever have in your life. It's the only one to be constantly by your side from your birth to your death. Other relationships will come and go. Friends will walk away. But you cannot walk away from yourself. So get loving yourself. Get accepting yourself. In my book, Positive Changes, a self-kick book, I talk about going on a date with yourself, saying yes to yourself and no to others, spending time alone with yourself. Again, in episode two, we spoke about starting to connect and listen to who you are. 
And now we are looking at learning to love what you found. Forget the high benchmarks that you find on social media. Set the highest benchmark for yourself in having the most loving and accepting relationship with you. Beautiful you. How we treat ourselves is ultimately how we then allow others to treat us. So bring on the love, acceptance, respect, kindness, nourishing, exciting, motivation, all of those juicy things. Have the highest standards of all of those as life is truly ready when you are. All of our podcast episodes are just bite-sized ideas taken from the book positive changes a self-kick book just to provide you with some food for thought on how you can start to implement small positive changes to create a more positive and purposeful life and I think you know from this episode that actually has taken snippets from episode one and episode two they're all together every little action you do they're all together but today on the subject of self-love we looked at being beautifully flawed, self-care, needs not wants, stop the comparisons, bye-bye social media, acceptance, and a perfect reminder to end on, you are amazing. Until next week, keep creating those small positive changes. I've been Shelley F. Knight and you've been amazing. Thank you for listening.